When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Rob Toy from MD Hackmaster. Alex Rampernard Rasmussen. Co host Catherine Brandt. Andy Rampernard. And Officer Dave. Love the fact we have a doctor and a cop in studio. That's not good news. Uh, is not it? good news, no. Bad news. <laughs> when you have a cop, how tall are you? 6'4. And how much you weigh? I stepped on the scale this morning, it was 315. Okay, yeah. six four three fifteen. So if I get out of line, he's going to beat and the he, piss out of me, and the doctor's yeah. going to have to bring me back to life. Also, it's a good thing for you. He's got about a thirty-inch waist, so you know. Keep yeah, going. exactly. It's not, the, it's not like hanging over his belt. That's for sure. There you go. We shall be right back. So don't piss anybody off today. We'll either have the doctor inject you and put you to sleep, or hey. we'll just have Officer Dave put you. I think you that to might sleep. go against the Hippocratic oath. we both took the Hippocratic oath. I took a different version. That is true. He came in. Do no harm. There you go. Just in general. All right. We'll be right back with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, it's quiz time. Ooh, I love quiz time. Let me guess. Brett called and they want their diploma back. Easy. I earned that fair and square. In fact, it's right. Ah, well, look what you made me do. Sorry. So what's the question? So you've heard about the new car inventory shortages, right? Yeah, you've mentioned it about a million times. Guess how many 2021 Rogues we have in stock at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan? Mm, seven. Close. The actual number is 209. 
A lot of Nissan dealers are really low, but we're in good shape for the next month or so. So there's no reason to hurry? That's not great messaging. How about don't dawdle? There's a word you don't hear often there, Monty Burns. Yeah, funny. Anyway, the all-new 2021 Rogue is a great vehicle, and we're lucky enough to have a bunch. We've got great leases, and they all come with Walzer Care, which is a 10-year warranty for free. But wait, there's more. Read this. Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan want your trade and will give you an extra $1,000. That's pretty cool. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or WalzerNissan.com for details. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we provide a unique experience for our business banking customers that can't be found at the big banks. Our customers appreciate our high-touch, high-tech approach where they get all the benefits of working with a local bank. Our team will get to know your business and its unique challenges while still offering all of the online and mobile banking options you will find at the big banks. Also, when your business banks with North American Banking Company, you'll be working with an experienced team of lenders who know this marketplace and will be ready to help your business capitalize on any opportunity or solve any problem. You add it all up, North American Banking Company is a better banking experience. <clears throat> Excuse me, you uh, do mind if I jump in here? Well, Tommy, if you feel the need, go ahead. <sighs> Amateurs. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know when our guest's ready to go, Andre. He is ready. Andrew. Aaron Sagers. How you doing, Aaron? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Marvelously well. That's all I have to say. It's uh, going to be 85 and sunny today. It's June. What more could you ask for, right? It's so perfect, and it's it's nice to be able to get outside now. And, and man, I'm so excited for summer and for summer entertainment. And where are you, Aaron? Where where are you living? Well, I'm based in New York City, but right now I'm on the road a little bit, and I'm visiting a town called Oak Island in North Carolina, and it's a great little beachy spot. Oh, oh somebody's on vacation working on the phone. Is that the plan, Aaron? I wouldn't call talking to you work. I would say this is part of the vacation. <laughs> I, I've always liked you, Aaron. Let me just point that out. Aaron Sagers, ladies and gentlemen. Topics of discussion are too too many to name. A lot to talk about this morning. I'm very sorry. To, and I did mention, by the way, because most people would know who this is, but Dick Irvesty, who is a Minnesota boy, uh, grew up in Richfield, born and raised in Richfield, Minnesota. He died yesterday at the age of only 66. One of the great voiceover talents. He was a guy on the NFL uh, Fox, uh, Fox NFL show, I believe it was. But uh, Dick is a long time. known him since we were both teenagers and... He unfortunately passed away. And then, of course, uh, just uh, a couple hours before that, Ned Beatty died. Aaron, I always loved Ned Beatty. What a great guy. Yeah, and, and let me just say, as far as uh, uh, Dick goes, like he also carved out a, a lot of space in the video game realm yep. as yep. A, with Grand Theft Auto and the Death Race video game. So, um yeah, he was he was really he made a mark uh, all across the industry. But yeah, yes, did. Ned Beatty sadly passed away, and it, it, it's funny he's one of those actors that he had done so much, and everybody sort of has that different role that they love about him. You know, he was called the busiest actor in Hollywood at mm -hmm. one point. So whether yep. you love him 
as Otis from Superman and Superman 2 <laughs> or from Network, for which he was nominated for an Academy Award, or even Deliverance, which really put him on the map. And, and, and that's a, an intense movie, of course. But he's, he's done so much. All the President's Men, like, really a man that made a mark as well in the movie industry. And he lived until the age of 83, but just passed away a couple days ago. One of my favorite memories of Ned Beatty, I do a morning show in town as well, Aaron, and uh, Ned Beatty came in to do the show one day a few years, well, several years ago now, I guess it is. We're sitting there talking, just the nicest guy in the world, on the air, off the air, just a very, very pleasant guy. So we're on the air, and I'm talking to him, and I said, Ned, I just love your work, man. You're an inspiration. Every time I watch you, I go, man, I should get into acting. He goes, no, you shouldn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Ned, Ned was a great guy. I, I was lucky enough to run into him a few times. Just a very nice man. That's that's excellent. Yeah, he, he really did come across as just this jovial person, so full of life and and joy. And and you know he he played the the villain of uh, I believe it was Lotso Bear in Toy Story Lotso, yeah. three. Yep, and. <laughs> And even that was like, it was actually a pretty intense character, but you're still like, oh, well, it's Ned Beatty, so of course I want to I want to hug Lotso Bear. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Ned Beatty, that's exactly right. Exactly. That's exactly right. Was it, was it Ned Beatty that asked, uh, God, who the hell was it in the Superman movie? I think it was Ned Beatty. Said something like, uh, you know, you and I got a lot in common. And it was, uh, it was Gene, Gene Hackman. Hackman. It was yeah. Gene Hackman. You got a lot in common. He goes, actually, we don't. I've got an IQ over 200. <laughs> oh, wow. I remember that line. Well, it was great. Yeah. I, I loved Otis. That was really my, oh, my yes. first introduction yep. in Ned Beatty. But he was this lovable but still villainous sidekick slash henchman. And really, you know, it, it, he, he added such character to these excellent films to those first two excellent films but it also looking back kind of makes you think of the old goons from the batman 1966 yeah. series you yeah. know yeah. so he was so great as otis so that was my first exposure to him i could understand that aaron sager's our special guest ladies and gentlemen we're talking about ned Beatty passing away the next three people we're going to talk about are all uh, aaron i have to ask you this are people ever going to burn out on these superhero movies? Because that's all there is now. They're just superhero movies. That's everything. I think that, like, with all trends, whether it's Westerns, and I believe we spoke about that before, yeah, all we, trends, yeah, we have. maybe they have their moment and fade away. But, but I also think that when we have so many streaming platforms and so many places sure. where 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 content, I hate using that word, but where content is being delivered to people, it means that there's just a lot of everything for everyone. So these film these this genre is probably not going to go away. It's probably going to evolve in ways that will be comic book based and superhero based, but perhaps get a little bit more nuanced. And we've seen that with sort of the with movies like Deadpool or T V shows. Right such as The Boys or Invincible, where it kind of starts getting more adult and a little bit more serious in tone and going in different directions. Well, I think the superhero glut is just a symptom of CGI getting better and more accessible every year for the past, yeah, what, true. 40 years? Because, I mean, if you think about it, 
in the like golden age of superhero movies and shows, if you look back at it, it's like, you know, that's obviously a guy hanging from some wires with a fan blowing at him. <laughs> Whereas now, it's like they can show things that you literally, you could never do with practical effects. Right. So it's like, you know, you got this great CGI technology. How am I going to use this to the best effect? Well, a superhero movie. There's really no other option. Well, you're right. And, I mean, the the thing that comes to mind, this is now my second Batman 1966 reference. But, yeah, we're no longer having... Uh, Adam West and Burt Ward uh, scale uh, across a, a yeah. window side, but that also means that we sadly don't get uh, you know cameos from uh, Jerry Lewis or yes. Jimmy Davis Jr. poking their heads out there. Love you, babe. That was phenomenal. Well, the thing about it is, too, Aaron, is the fact I'm sitting in a room now, my wife, our son, our daughter, three superheroes, but then I have to my right a doctor and to my left a cop, so I'm surrounded by superheroes today, Aaron. <laughs> That is true. They, the true superheroes. That's and, true. Um, you know, a lot of good stories to be told about them as well. There's no question about it. So you got Jamila Jamil. Now, is that, that's the same woman who's working with the guys uh, the, um, on the game show, right? And Jamila Jamil's oh, doing the game right. show, yeah, right? she's on the game show. Yeah, she's hosting a game yeah. show now. Yeah. yeah, she is. But she, I think, is probably, she's become, she really kind of made a name in the industry with the good place. Right. The series that ended just last year, I believe, but that's that's where she kind of became somewhat famous. But she's going to be appearing in the new Disney Plus series set in the Marvel universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It'll be She-Hulk. Now, She-Hulk is, you know, spoiler alert, like Hulk, except it's his cousin. <laughs> and it's a woman. Yeah, it is, and she's she's a lawyer, but as opposed to Bruce Banner, she doesn't she doesn't switch out of Hulk form. She just remains in Hulk form, but she's not consumed with rage in the same way that Bruce Banner uh, was, right. which would trigger him into the Hulk. So she she goes through life as a lawyer, a super lawyer, but also a superhero, and she will be played by Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black. But she will be facing off against the villainous Titania, who will be played by Jamila Jamil. Yeah, it's good. it should be pretty interesting. I don't know a whole lot about her, but I understand she's pretty damn talented. She is. And what I really love about this, I mean, I think that this is look, the success of the Marvel Cinematic Universe since 2008. That's really why superhero movies are dominating the industry because Marvel owned by DC came along and just made billions upon billions of dollars with these shows and well with the movies and then now these shows on Disney plus but something they've really shown is that they they can do really interesting stories whether it's playing with sitcom tropes with WandaVision or or She-Hulk, which is going to have a comedic element to it, but they can also attract these great talents, and they're doing really interesting, making interesting casting choices. So that's what really fascinates me, and I'll tell you what, like, even if you don't, even if you are not familiar with She-Hulk, do not dismiss a Marvel project, you know, a Disney Plus Marvel project, because 
these guys know what they're doing, yeah. and it yeah. shows based on the billions of dollars they're making. Now, Aaron, I need you to turn to me in the future. You've got my phone number because I am a great predictor of success in uh, in television shows. Very quickly, I do want to get back to Kevin Smith in a second, Master of the Universe, but I, I have to mention, um, no matter what the show is, if I like it, it will be canceled. So uh, an example of that would be Hellstrom, it would be Prodigal Son, it would be Clarice. Uh, it wasn't canceled, but e, uh uh, uh, mayor of Easttown is, is over. I, there, there's no way that's coming back, is there, Aaron? That, 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 there's no way. That I haven't heard whether or not Mayor of Easttown is coming back for a, another season. Um, but I, I do think, actually, I do think it is coming back. I think we're going I to be so. seeing the more. So. Yeah, I, I think it'll be coming back it, it, because it was successful enough that they'll probably bring it back. And HBO. And HBO Max, you know, they're they're kind of feeding that content mill. But yeah, a lot of I mean, that's the nature of the of you know. I just saw that this show called Manifest, which I found to be yeah. fairly enjoyable science fiction, that was just canceled after three seasons. Right. And you know, but if if people aren't tuning in, I don't know. But apparently, you weren't getting the word out enough, so maybe no, you no. weren't getting. You weren't doing your job about being a fan of those shows. You would think mentioning it on, on you know, one of the highest-rated morning shows in America might might help, but apparently it's like, yeah, well, Tom sucks, so never. I'm not watching what he watched. Forget it. I'm not doing it. That's all there is to it. But um, I, I am hoping, because these places, I, I, I'm assuming that Clarice and Prodigal Son and Hellstrom are all looking for new places, but there are no takers so far, so it's not looking good. And yet you have these examples, and this is just another fascinating element of, of the, the media landscape we live in now. You have these examples of shows that were that did go off the air and then were picked up by other right. networks. And, and the big example right now that I can think of is Lucifer, which uh, I believe it was on Fox and then has had this massive impact on Netflix. And it's really, the, it's so cliche to say it's the fans, but it really is, because when people take to social media, when they make a show trend, when they make their voices heard, well, that can translate into viewership, into, into people that are going to actually tune in or, or stream and hit play. So that's what's bringing these shows back and keeping them alive. So, you know, so maybe Prodigal Son, maybe there is additional life to it, maybe Manifest possibly there's more life to it or even Clarice or Hailstrom, I think not so much because I think that's more of a um, how the sausage is made, Disney Plus and Hulu kind of thing. I think yeah. that one's done. Yeah, you're probably right. Look, I mean, like I said, just get me to watch it. If you want something canceled, just tell me to tune in. <laughs> It'll get canceled, I guarantee it. So if, so if and when I'm on a show, I will not be letting you know about it. No, Aaron, do not tell me to watch it because that will destroy the whole idea. It'll be just, it'll be here. Do you think that, Aaron, do you think that people are getting a little worn out from all the procedural television there's been in the last five years, something like that? I mean, I think it's even been longer than five years. Yeah, and I'm thinking of, is, absolutely. You would think so, and yet you have shows like, NCIS that can continue right, right. to try, you know, truck on. Even though I think they're they just wrapped up the NCIS New Orleans, but these shows keep on going. I I really think it is a matter of there is a lot of 
a lot out there, quite frankly. So mm-hmm. as long as you're carving out enough of an audience to pass whatever threshold of viewership that the network or streaming service wants, you can survive. And, and, and quite honestly, we don't even quite know what the ratings are with shows on Netflix and right. the streaming platform. Right. So we're, we can't even, we don't know whether it's, they call it a success or not, but we don't know, we don't see the same kind of Nielsen ratings as we used to with standard network television. No question about it. Now, very quickly, I do tune into Canadian procedural television once in a while, Canadian dramas, because I just want to hear a cop say to a criminal, you're going to jail and you're never getting oot. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it when I hear him say that. You're never going to get out of jail. Uh, Kevin Smith is the next name on the list, Masters of the Universe. Kevin Smith is one pleasant human being. I've talked to him several times. He's a great guy. I agree. I've, I've also had the fortune of interacting with him a lot throughout the years. Sure. And he's a, a heck of a human being, but also just a, a big nerd and a big fan. <laughs> and, and I love that. I love that. Because that means through his success, he's able to basically work on projects that appeal to him as a nerd, as someone that grew up with all these things. And and that's what leads to his current project, which is Masters of the Universe. It's coming back, the He-Man show, Masters of the Universe Revelation. We we've known that he was that he's been working on this, but. Just a couple days ago, we did get the trailer for this revival, which will be airing on Netflix. Now, this is going to be not a not necessarily a continuing series. We know we're at least getting sort of this mini-series revival. But based on the trailer, this looks like an updated but still recognizable and very familiar He-Man that a lot of kids like me grew up with and 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 not only that but we have mark hamill taking on the voice of skeletor which is just brilliant i agree yeah you're absolutely right but i like mark hamill always have He's got a lot of talent, he that's does. for sure. Yeah. He does indeed, no question about that. Everyone likes uh, the Dark Knight Joker, but Mark Hamill's Joker is always going to be the best one to me. Yeah. No. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I mean, can you imagine, outside of just Star Wars, that would be enough. If you yeah, were involved in Star Wars, obviously that's enough. But to have to make a mark with two, make a mark, pun intended, with two <laughs> iconic <laughs> characters. Yeah, like he is a Joker. I'm sure that's happened to you before. Yeah, well, you might think that's true, but you're Aaron. I guarantee you've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Sure, we'll we'll go with yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for moving the show forward, Aaron. I really appreciate it. Uh, Black Widow is coming back now. Again, we're talking about uh, you know Marvel, She Hulk. We're talking about Masters of the Universe. Now we're talking about Black Widow. A lot of superheroes, man. A lot of superheroes, but the other element to this, so we we saw, we just received another teaser for Black Widow, which is going to be coming to both Disney Plus for, I believe, a premium cost, of course, as well as movie theaters, and this will be happening, I believe, on July 9th, and 
what is just so remarkable about this is that we're seeing the return to theaters, the return oh, of major you. movie releases to theaters. Now, we've seen them throughout the throughout the lockdown and pandemic, but not the major, major tentpole movies. Those have been not arriving in theaters. And in fact, Black Widow was supposed to come out more than a year ago. So the fact that it's arriving, this is big news. And I really think, I really think that movie theaters are coming back. I, I really think that God, I hope the so. movie theater industry is coming back after ticket sales dropping by like 80% in 2020. Yeah. We're, we're going back to the theaters. We're going back to the cinema. I love them. I love going to a movie theater, getting my popcorn like when I was a little boy. Uh, one thing I, I do miss, Aaron, and most people hate it, but I, I grew up with it, so I love it. I grew up with people talking back to the screen. I grew up in an inner city neighborhood, and I just <laughs> loved when people talk back to the screen. I, I think it's phenomenal. Not too much. I think there's like yeah, there's certain movies where where I think it it works better, where I enjoy yes, it more. But yes. overall, that shared experience yep. of being in that that theater and laughing and making that little quip or whatever, that just that energy. Of everybody being in it together, I love that. No, there's no question about it. It's just so many great memories out there. Well, actually, Catherine, you talk back to the screen when we're watching movies at home. At home, yes. She, she talks. <laughs> my wife talks back to the screen, which I do. Just at home, not in the movie theater. <laughs> you know what she does, though, Erin? I'm so glad she doesn't do this in movie theaters. Because when we're <laughs> sitting at home, we got a, like a movie theater in our, in our house. And we have the theater seats. So her feet are up, my feet are up, and when she gets scared, her right leg goes straight up in the air. It's the weirdest thing you've <laughs> ever seen. Hits you too. And she punches you in the arm. That's it. When she gets yeah, up, the leg goes up, and then you get punched. That's why I just phenomenal. throw a blanket over my head so I don't hurt people. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, my two thoughts with that is I'm really glad you're not doing that in movie theaters. Yes. Also. <laughs> That could be considered. If I assault. ever visit you guys, I'm going to be sitting a couple rows down. I yeah, think sit, uh, out of out of like range, leg range. Yeah, Aaron, sit to, sit to my left. She sits to my right. You sit to my left. You'll be safe. I'll okay, take all the I punches. appreciate that. I'll take all the punches. Now, I, I got to ask you about a Quiet Place Part Two because I did not care for the first movie, and Aaron to explain to you. I think you and I have talked about this before, but if you can talk by the waterfall, then build your house by the waterfall. Right? <laughs> right? I, I, think, I think you might be on to something. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I hope so. And, just, <laughs> and yeah, well, shipping well, of goods to the waterfall, because that would cause noise. I don't care, at least you wouldn't be talking. But, just do but it you, one, you know, two by four at a time, it's quiet. Yeah, but anytime yeah. they leave their house, they're at risk of dying immediately. Well, they go to the waterfall all the time, though. Dream come Not true. I'd time. never leave my office. <laughs> sit at home and watch TV and watch Catherine stick her leg up in the air. It'd be phenomenal. It'd be fantastic. Well, should, we should call up John Krasinski and point out this uh, this fatal flaw. Yeah, except for the fact he's already made $120 million bucks off it, so I probably won't tell him there's a fatal flaw in his movie, his new movie. Probably not. <laughs> but you're right. It is. It is the first movie... To cross the one hundred million dollar yep. mark oh at the U.S. box office huh. during the pandemic era, like we, yep. and again, this speaks to the idea that this is 
this is back. And what's funny that the, the cinema is coming back, but what I love about it is this was, again, this, this was not a movie that streamed. It was not released on, um, you know, in theaters as well as on a stream platform. It went to theaters first and only, and it, later it'll appear on streaming on the Paramount Network, I believe. But what I love about this is that it also kind of works with this apocalyptic monster vibe because, yeah, yep. and they've even been promoting it for a year. I know in New York there's been a billboard up for more than a year of A Quiet Place Part Two coming, and and so the fact that everybody basically went quiet, the world went quiet, it, it was perhaps the most genius marketing yeah. plan uh, um, unintentionally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, can you stay with us for another uh, 10 minutes? I, I, I think we have you till noon, I'm hoping. Uh, I'll just take yeah, about, of course. about a two-minute break. We'll be right back with Aaron Sagers, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking Ned Beatty, Jamila Jamil, Kevin Smith. We're talking about Black Widow, of course. Talk about The Quiet Place. More coming up with Aaron Sagers right after this. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Well, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. Made with My Pillow foam and Impact Gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family, which is what we did. Call 1 800 516 5146 or use promo code TOM, of course. 1 800 516 5146. Use promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. You'll also get deep discounts on all My Pillow products, including. The Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan's Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant. Whatever it takes. And he's rocking out over there. Yeah. Really kicking it into high gear. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Ralph's here. Officer Dave's here. 
Catherine, Andy, Alex, everybody's here. Aaron Sager's our special guest. We're talking about new movies coming out. We've talked about Ned Beatty dying, Jamila Jamil, uh, uh, as a Marvel's She-Hulk villain, Kevin Smith's new movie, Masters of the Universe. We've talked about Black Widow. We've talked about A Quiet Place Part Two. We're loaded for bear. That's all. And by the way, Aaron, I am very, very happy. I love, and since I was a little boy, I've loved going to the movies, man. I just love going to a movie theater. What's, what's your snack of choice? You, you like popcorn? You go for the candy? Do you, do you pour uh, the, the Reese's Pieces into the popcorn? Oh, you know, all the above. Can I do can I, can I go that route on you? I do love popcorn at a theater. I got, you know, I last few times I've gone, I have not gotten the popcorn because I've, you know, dropped a little weight in the last couple of couple of months. But I, I just, um, the one thing I don't miss here, and I want to ask you quickly about this, because Andy, who's here with us, our, our son, Andy and I went and saw uh, Jumanji, what, about two years ago that was, Andy? Uh, no, this was like four years oh, ago. Oh, God. Yeah. That the original, ago. I mean, yeah. not the original, but the... The, the new rock one? Like the first yeah, rock that was, one? Wasn't that like 2016? Yeah. Right. yeah. No, it wasn't that long yeah, ago. Yeah, they made another yeah. one last year. Yeah. Well, that's the one we went and saw. Mm-hmm. That was two. No, we yeah we saw the one where they found a video game in the basement of a school or something. Yeah, that's the first. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Okay. There is no way that movie we saw <laughs> was twenty There's no way that was six, five yeah, years ago. It was no four years. There ago. was the sequel in twenty nineteen, which was See? Jumanji: The Next Level. There you go. Yeah, but they don't find. Yeah. But they don't yeah. find it in the bottom. See this? That's the first no. one is when they find it go. in the basement of a school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He might be mixing up the movies. What's the one where my Jack Black is a teenage girl or something? <laughs> the first one. Well, yeah. well, there you go. Well, yeah, and, uh, and and that's the thing with both of them is that they 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 pop into the different character or the the teenagers pop into the different characters' yeah. Uh, yeah. avatars. Yeah, they're avatars. Yeah, and the plus fact neither movie is very good, so it all. But anyway, well, the problem good. the problem I did have don't there like anything. is that's that we true. Andy we went, Andy and I went to the movie. We spent the twenty five dollars to get the seats that move with the movie. You know, some movie theaters got the seats that if a plane flies, you're flying. Your chair moves back and forth like you're on the airplane. So we spent twenty five bucks per seat to go sit in those seats. And then before the movie started, all these young sixteen, seventeen year old girls came and sat on the. Never paid for them. They just sat in the seats, and the whole time they were there, they were on their phones. So the entire theater was lit up. Mm-hmm. Are they ever going to put an end to that, Aaron, do you think? Well, there are some theater chains that are aggressively doing that. Good. The one that comes to mind is Alamo Draft House. Yes. And yep. they have locations yep. throughout the country. They're very strict about that. Phones, talking, you can you can even sort of discreetly uh, rat out your, your fellow <laughs> uh, movie theater patron, and they will, they will give them a warning. But yeah, I do think that that is a problem that is being addressed, Good. and and it should be because yes. you know your the twenty five dollars that you spent is just as valuable as the twenty five dollars they may have spent. It doesn't theirs doesn't out, out, outweigh yours. So right. your experience is also valid. So they should be on top of that. I, and I think you're going to see more of it because, quite frankly. The movie theater chains need people. They need bus-in yep. seats, right? Yep. So yep. if people aren't going because they can just watch it at home and check their smartphone at home and put their feet up and potentially kick the air, 
I'm not naming names, but <laughs> they can do that. That's already tempting, so the theater needs to show that there's a worthwhile reason to come yes. to the cinema. Yeah, no question. And there's no question, by the way, Aaron, that th- those young girls, none of them paid the 25 bucks to sit where they were. They just moved into seats and sat there because nobody uh, was keeping an well, eye on Well, if you can do it, kids are going to do it. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's, that's just the how whole it is. problem. The yeah. theaters have got to take charge and say, you can't do this. The one time, this is many years ago, oh. probably 10 years ago, and saw, when did Mulholland Drive come out? When did that movie come out? According to oh, you, six months that ago. Was... <laughs> <laughs> okay, honey. I know it was... 2001, I think, is okay, so when that one came out. 20 years ago, I go to the movie, and I'm sitting there by myself, and there are these three young guys, they're about 20, 21, 22, and they're talking and talking and laughing and talking, just making all this noise, right? So I stood up and I said, shut the F up, only I didn't say the F, I said the whole word. They came and got me and threw me out. <laughs> Because I dropped the F-bomb, which I understand. So unfair. I shouldn't have done used the <laughs> F-bomb. But I, I, they just, it's literally like this, too. Hey, did you see that scene? That was unbelievable, wasn't it, man? That was really great. Yeah. It's like, geez, I don't want to hear that, your commentary, all through the movie. What about singing well, along with songs in a movie? The hills are alive. I've been yelled at in the movie theater for that before. For singing along? Yeah. Across the universe, I got yelled at for singing along. <laughs> well, don't sing along then. Aaron, do you sing along well, to the songs in the movie? I, you know, I don't sing along. I can understand with Across the Universe the temptation. However, <laughs> I feel like if they wanted me to sing along, I probably would have been cast in the movie. But yeah, the... I was in my mind. <laughs> is the thing. Your you were there. Yeah. You should I was been. in it. You I, I was with you, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> but it was walk the line, not across the oh, universe. Okay. Walk the I walk the line. Yep. Uh, but I give you, I you know what? I think it's okay for Mulholland Drive for you to say to drop an f bomb because <laughs> first off, it's not like it was a Pixar movie. That, no, that no, movie it was, not. was pretty, pretty intense. <laughs> but you should be able to, and I've done it as well. You know, it's just like hey. I can't. You're, you're you're talking a little too much. Not just at the moments where right. a, a surprise moment where you're reacting. When you're actually talking throughout the entire thing, that is a conversation, and that's something you can have outside the theater. Yeah, exactly. Talk about the movie once you leave. Everything would be good. And, and, and it's just, I just don't know why you'd want to be that rude and just think about somebody else, because you also look. I, I had to learn to get used to people rattling the hell out of their popcorn bag because it used to come in buckets when I was a little kid, right? So there were no bags. Oh, yeah. But but now there are bags, and they just rattle the piss out of them. It's like, would you ca- quiet down, for God's sake, right? You enjoy it longer it if you take true. it one kernel at a time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I My movie theater pet peeve, uh, in addition to the extended conversation, is... People that will, I don't, look, I'm not going to get, like, if you bring in outside food, I don't think you should, but if right, you do it, like, right. okay, whatever. I'm not going to, I'm certainly not without sin in that regard. However, there are certain things that make a lot of noise, like a crinkling bag or right. bag of Tostitos or whatever. But then also the the certain aromas oh. of certain kinds of food that fill yep. the entire theater that are not pleasant. Yep. That's when I'm just like, oh, come on. 
Get a little more sauerkraut on that bratwurst. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God. Like, Bring some you... curried whitefish into the movie. Yeah, theater. curried whitefish oh. into the movie. That's exactly it. I don't Like I said, Aaron, I, I love going to the movies. I have since I was a little boy. I uh, went to go visit my grandparents up in Long Prairie, Minnesota, the Long Prairie Theater. I'm just going to, it's a little 2,000 person town. It was just, it was a thrill. Growing up on West Broadway in North Minneapolis, there were three movie theaters there. Movie theaters have been a huge part of my life since I was a little boy, and I cannot wait. Well, we've been going anyway. Kath and I have been going to them um, every chance we get. Plus the fact that I know the Marcus family and, and, of course, Michelle Mann, the Mann Theaters. Michelle's a good friend, so I, I want to see them all come storming back. It would be great. I, yeah, I agree. I, I, I don't think... I, I, I did not even think during the pandemic that movie theaters would go away, yeah. but... Sometimes if you have to shift your business model around a little bit, I think right. that that can be actually a challenging but good thing to step up the quality in some areas, not get complacent, offer a better experience for customers, and people will keep coming back. Even though you can watch watch at home, people will come for the experience. So I, I think that's the era that we're going to continually move into is hopefully is is improving the overall experience and making us all want to be there. Yeah, because I do want to be there. Aaron, do you have a website people can check it out, check out your opinions and do some reading on Aaron Sagers? I am all over the place, but yes, AaronSagers.com is a good place. And also, like everyone else, I am on social media, at Aaron Sagers on Twitter and Instagram, and Aaron Sagers page on Facebook. And hey, people should reach out and say hi and let me know I don't know. I'd love to hear about other people's movie theater pet peeves. Yeah, see, that's that'd be a great uh, topic. You could come back on. We could talk about pet peeves because it's not just food. It's not just talking. It's not just the light on your phone. There are a lot of things that people do in theaters. Like, what are you doing? Put, first of all, put your shoes back on because your feet really stink. How about that? Right. Hey. Keep your keep your shoes on in movie theaters and on airplanes. Yeah, yes, please. on airplanes, absolutely. Aaron, you come back. Well, I'd love to talk more movies with you. Is there is there something coming up that you want to mention before we we disconnect? Is there a movie coming up you're really looking forward to? Actually, I am really excited about uh, the Black Widow movie that's sure. coming up. So that that's the thing that I'm pretty stoked about because I'm I'm happy to get out there and see a Marvel movie in the theater, big spectacle movie. And, of course, Fast and Furious, Furious 9, like, that's always great fun. So those are the ones I'm stoked about. Okay, Aaron, I want to close with, we went and saw Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus Kong or whatever, and I never thought that I'd leave a theater and go, what the hell was that? When Godzilla throws a rock at Kong and hits him, and Kong goes, ouch, are you kidding me? It was really? funny. God. The, this gigantic gorilla goes, ouch. Really? I said ouch. I'm a gigantic gorilla. Oh, you're Come a on. gigantic gorilla. <laughs> you're, you're, you God, are a gigantic gorilla. Thank God That's you're not point. a critic because the movie industry would just be dead. <laughs> yeah. All movies we, suck. Yeah. Don't go oh, to any of them. You and Ralph. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there could not a single movie man. Any, or TV show. Yeah, anyone would ever see. You can't just go with the flow. Hey, just watch The Godfather. And you're good. Good. <laughs> if I can suspend disbelief of a giant radioactive lizard and yeah, a giant right. going fighting against one another, I'm I'm gonna allow for one out. Yes. One yeah, giant your, monster out. Plus your, that did it is internally consistent because they established that he can do sign language, which means he has language processing skills. Right. So hey. There is there that. You go. 
All right, we'll close with this. When I was nine years old, Aaron Sagers, I went and saw the movie Girls, Girls, Girls with Elvis Presley. I was nine years old at the Broadway Theater in North Minneapolis. At nine years old, I looked at the screen and I said, I ain't ever going to be that handsome. <laughs> it really pissed me off, Aaron, I will tell you that. That was one good-looking boy, I'll tell you that, man. Uh, why he was the king. He still right. is. And he still is the king. Aaron, come back soon. I'd love to talk theaters. I'd like to talk movies. Whenever you're available, please come back. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me again. I look forward to it. Great pleasure. Thank you, Aaron Sagers. Ladies and gentlemen, AaronSagers.com. So, going around the table. Ralph, stop inter- interjecting so much, would you please? <laughs> Quite done. Keep your mouth shut. What's your favorite movie of all time? Oh, favorite, oh, favorite We're going to go around the table. Favorite movie of all time, uh, the first Dune. First Dune? Yep, favorite movie of all time. As in like Dune, the first movie. Isn't that like one of the biggest failures ever on it screen? It was one of the biggest failures, but so man, it is it is yeah, so sensual and so intense. It is hard. Or Waking Ned Divine. Yeah. Oh, God, That's I love Waking Ned Divine. That's one of the best oh, movies ever. It's Waking Ned Divine. The plot of Waking Ned Divine probably was one of the best. I agree. Uh, over, overall plots and wonderful, whole, kind of wholesome kind of twists to it, which I thought were I, very well done. Couldn't agree more. I love that. We got. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while, Catherine. We should watch it again. And no perfect teeth. Yeah, well, it's Ireland. So, you know. It's Ireland. <laughs> and local cast. So, there was, it was, that was really well done. It was indeed. <laughs> Alex's favorite movie of all time Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, you love Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's true. Sure do. What was her name again? I always forget her name. Audrey Kate, Hepburn. Kate Hepburn or Audrey, Audrey Hepburn, Hepburn or something Hepburn. Are they related? No. They weren't Catherine related. Catherine Hepburn, at all. yeah, they're like. Oh, they are? Like third cousins or Yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. so Breakfast mm-hmm. Tiffany, Catherine. I can't do that. Yeah, what's, don't even what's ask what's me. One you don't your... have a, one of your favorite movies. Yeah, of one of your favorite movies. I did one of mine. I did it. It's one of my favorite movies, yes. <laughs> Catherine and well, Audrey were not at all related. I, th- I read not in a book of hers that they were like third cousins. Well, I mean, they might have been like extremely distantly related. Yeah, they were somewhat related. Read in a biography about they're, her. They're, they're the both last, they're same female humans. That's the real. No, that they were like. They share ninety nine percent of their DNA. Audrey's grandma's cousin's brother was Indeed. Catherine's. You know that kind of thing. So you can't come up with one that you I, know. I'm not good with favorite anything. I like what's a movie so that you really things. What's a movie husband. that you really like? <laughs> well, like I said, she ignored like, number two. The name one. <laughs> Oh, wow. The Godfather. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. Yeah, Catherine's yeah, up, the Godfather. Up, her favorite up is one of my favorites. Up, That's way up there. Up is good. Up is, up really is definitely good. a top. There you go. So Andy doesn't even want us to I ask him. Don't even bother. Yeah. I take 45 minutes to pick a movie when Melissa's like, let's watch a movie. And oh, it's, by the time oh I my pick, God, you're like your father. It's time to go to bed. That's, oh, that's, that's a, a guy. Exactly. No, that is a man thing. That's a guy that's thing? That's a man thing. Because okay. Dan is, is the same way. When we decide to watch a movie, he'll just scroll through Netflix, Netflix watching every single trailer oh of every random. Yep. And I'm like, can we pick a genre at least first? And he's like, well, no. Let's look at documentaries. Let's look at comedies. Let's look at through I'm like, oh, my God. And, and then I, it's weird. That's how my wife is. That's Cheryl. She, oh, huh. It's oh like we gosh. look at, look at. So I'll, like I'll go through. I'm like, just tell me when to stop. <laughs> yeah, just because I'll watch any anything. information. But, okay, yeah. so you got five movies. Oh, yeah, God. it's literally. Are you making the first up for five Pink Panther movies? I can do All the Pink Panther movies. See, I mean, <laughs> done. They're all so great. Done. Pink Panther. The Return of the Pink Panther. All the great ones. I'm I'm a huge fan of Tombstone. 
Great movie. That's a great movie, too. The movie Tombstone. Kurt Russell did such a good job. Val Kilmer was. Oh, God. You nerve wracking sons of bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Tyler, Madcap. Oh, God, I love that movie. You read the shotgun. Great movie. (laughs) Oh, God. And then. Godfather 1 and 2. Absolutely. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. See, it's manly men, like all That's the movies. And Goodfellas. Men, 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 Goodfellas. men, 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 Goodfellas. Is The Godfather 3 really that bad? Terrible. I've never it's seen it. It's terrible. It's so it's bad, it should be ashamed of itself. It seriously is like, you know the comparison of Star Wars to the Christmas Star Wars? It's like almost that bad. Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> Nothing is as bad as the Star Wars holiday special. Uh, no. Godfather so, three. Yeah, it's are, really those bad. Are the, my top four. <laughs> All right, so you and I basically agree. Yeah, there you go. Gosh. It's a guy thing, maybe yeah, I don't know. Maybe. But Waking Ned Divine. All, every, actually, every movie you guys mentioned. You know, I've never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. I, I haven't either. Understand? I've never what's seen the it. matter with you. I've heard it's really. I've good. introduced it to everyone I know because I'm an old lady and love. <laughs> Isn't that the one where like some just... old woman is dying or something? No, nobody is dying. No Although, one's dying. Nobody's done. What am I thinking? My favorite scene in movies. Tuesdays at Maury's or whatever? Tuesdays at Maury's, yes, (laughs) that's it. My favorite scene ever in a movie, and I will never get over it. I went with a friend who's no longer with us. Well, 25 of the 30 kids I grew up with are dead, so that tells you. We go to this movie called The Stuff. It sounds Mm -hmm. bad. The Stuff. Well, anything like The Birds, the. All the Birds is fabulous. The stuff. The called the stuff. We'll tell you what stuff is in a oh, second. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. The sure. mashed potato movie? Yeah, the bubbly uh, oh, yeah, marshmallow yes, cream heard, movie. Yeah. Yeah. It just starts oozing out yep. of everything. Oh, I yeah. love oozing okay, movies. Here's a great part. Not. Mm. So here's how the thing starts. We're in the trailer, and I get there with my friend. Great. And I go to sit down. I've got a <laughs> bag of popcorn in my right hand. Oh, excuse me. i got a large a Diet Coke in my right hand, a bag of popcorn in my left hand. I swing in to go get in the aisle hit a guy right in the head with both of them. Oh, oh I mean, it was like, bam! Dude, what it wasn't kind like, of movement were you doing? When you're bigger than, than a small, True. you know, an average-sized person, you have to find all kinds of ways to move your body into an aisle that's that big. Yeah. Well, he also does a lot of serpentining. <laughs> I was so happy when they, yeah, when they went to the theater seating, you know, the big lazy boys where I, oh. I don't have to turn sideways to walk down the aisle. Thank you. There you go. Well, you've yeah. seen Birch walk down an empty hallway and somehow He's... managed to knock something over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Okay, so his toenails are long, though. My favorite scene in the history of movies, the movie The Stuff Begins. Stuff and there's this old guy walking down a road, and he hears this bubbling noise. And he looks over, and there's, like, marshmallow cream-looking stuff coming out of the ground, right? Just bubbling and bubbling and bubbling. Like a little, you know, it's just bubbling out of the ground so hot or whatever, right? We get it. He walks over and he looks down <laughs> at it. Is it bubbling or? Right? Walks down and walks over, he looks down at it, sticks down his right hand, grabs a scoop and eats oh, Okay. Okay. There's your first mistake. You're going to eat pussy yellow white stuff no, coming out of the should, ground. You know what? You should not do that. Really? That's, you're going to eat it. Yeah. Your re- a word of advice. Uh, I'm surprised that advice. one of your favorite movies isn't The Angry Red Planet that used to make us watch. Oh, I used to love The oh Angry God. Red Every Planet. Every time you had, you it's were Mars. In, your, in your cups. <laughs> in your cups. What's that other one? What's the oh recent one? But anyone that would talk to him, he'd be like, come over and watch this movie. The recent one. Oh, that's Things right. Things you do in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, no. The one with What's Her Fit. Oh, my it's like it's new, new. 
New, new. A new movie? No. No. Isn't it? No. Oh, it's not? Who's in it? Oh, What's my it God. Well, who's no. in it? Oh, it was like... It's the one with the old lady, older lady, what's her face? Ruth Gordon? Yes. That's oh, Where's Papa? Oh, Where's my God. One of the greatest movies and of all time. Uh, you have been saying that, that for the past not 30 that years. Good. Look at him. Wait, you know what? Where's Papa? Hey, George Siegel takes Ron Lieben out of the planet. car while he's wearing no a monkey outfit, a gorilla outfit. <laughs> he it's kicks him out. He said, I don't want to talk to you anymore because they're on their way to see their mother, Ruth Gordon, who's dying. And George doesn't want to take care of his mother. He wants Ron Liebman, his younger brother, to do it. Ron won't do it, so he kicks the gorilla-suited Ron Liebman out of the car. And as the, the taxi's pulling away, Ron Liebman yells, I hope Mama never dies, you putz. <laughs> now that's fun. I can tell you that you've that's made me very... watch some of the worst movies I've like ever what? seen. Name one. Name okay. one. Uh, Where's the telekinetic Papa? tire movie? Rubber? Telekinetic. Rubber? Yeah. I don't think that was my choice. I'm pretty sure that was yours. I have Andy, Mom, and Natalie all as witnesses that you made us watch mm-hmm. a te- telekinetic tire movie. It was in Florida. Yes. I remember. And we were was all that over 10 there, years ago? And we were like, are you kidding me? It was about 10 years ago. It was about 10 years ago. No, it was way more than, I'd oh, say, I can't at ima- least Tom, 50. I can't imagine you'd ever pick a movie like that. That, oh. that make any <laughs> sense. 10 years ago. Like, the reason well, I don't remember is because of Glow. You're a saint for <laughs> this, this criticism. You're yeah. a saint. And then, I am. You're right. I'm a saint. You're a saint. 100% correct. And then you'll, I'll talk to you on the phone, oh. and you'll be like, oh, Mom and I watched this movie last night, and blah, 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 and then I'll talk to her on the phone like later in the day, and she's like, your dad made me watch the worst movie. You pick out the movie. Oh my god, you're such a liar. You pick out whatever we watch. Oh, Harold and Mott. That's another one. Love Harold and Mott. was pretty good. Harold and Mott? It was a weird movie. But how do you not like Ruth Gordon? Don't be criticized. I love Ruth Gordon. But the movies of that time were pretty damn awful. They were very strange. They were were terrific. Oh, the latest Great Gatsby with. Leo, that, that's another one of my absolute favorite movies. Yeah. One of the best written books ever. Yep. And the, the movie Gatsby. just did such a good job of like capturing the same spirit of the book and kind of like making it. See, and that's it. another. That's another movie. We got panned by the critics. Did it? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. so good. What did? The Great Gatsby, Gatsby. Gatsby. the remake. Well, did it get bad? Oh, it really got they bad. They hate the critics. Hated, hated it. it. Did you ever read the book? It's probably maybe not. the best written book of all time, <laughs> other than the Bible, book. of course, I suppose, but. <laughs> The no. Bible's got some stuff. <laughs> it got some made Plot. up stuff in it. Very the Bible's got like oh, God, so many <laughs> different authors. We got to move on. It was written over the course of 600 years. So I mean, whole mess. Yes. We got to take a break because Kristen Burt's up in a couple of minutes. Yep. We got Doc with us. We got Officer Dave with us. And now we're gonna have Kristen Burt with us. What mm-hmm. could be better?